0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Brewing Time. I'm Kwecin Banna.
1: And Armored Soul. All right, Armored Soul, so tell me, what is the brew for today? Our brew for today is Rurouni Kenshin.
0: Rurouni Kenshin. Okay, you know, I think we both love this anime. It's a really great anime when it talks about a lot of themes regarding friendship and just kind of interconnection with the characters. So let's start with Kenshin, right? So who is Kenshin? Kenshin is a ronin. He basically he's a wandering samurai, is what that is. And he kind of stumbles upon uh, a dojo with the owner of that dojo is Kaoru. Kamiya, I think her name is Kamiya Kaoru, right? Basically Kenshin finds himself at this doorstep. He's kind of wandering. He doesn't really have a job. He doesn't have any kind of money really and he's just looking for a place to stay and basically go about his business he's he's kind of basically an odd jobs kind of guy and Kaoru takes him in after he basically defeats one i don't know i don't know if that very if minor character uh, antagonist but this antagonist that's using her her father's name the dojo the basically the style of swordsmanship that she teaches basically in a wrong way by saying that yeah i'm a manslayer and i subscribe to this you know, way of um, this swordsman style. Coward's like, no, no, that's that's not my, that's not that's not the real, ma- the manslayer is just, you know, abusing my family name. So kind of tell me a little bit about, like, so Kenshin, what, what's your kind of first impression of, like, car- you know, Kenshin's, you know, kind of character?
1: Well, he's a little bit of a klutz when, he, when we first get introduced to him, right? Like, because you know how he does that, oh, you know that? <laughs> yeah, he does, he does that um kind of shy he's definitely nice you get that first feeling off the off the go around but let me ask you too so with him being introduced to karu like what made him stay
0: you know it might be you know honestly it could be okay so we talked about the episode with samurai x right kenshin had a a relationship with another lady uh, who you know died at that time, which was Tomo, right? And I think it could be possibly that Kenshin maybe sees a little bit of Tomo in Kaoru, right? But maybe the primarily the example is that he 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 wants a place to stay, and of course she provides that, and it's and it's a, honestly a good place, like it's a dojo. He's a samurai. He, it's everything that's maybe familiar with him. So I'm guessing maybe that. Or a mix of mix
1: of emotions, you know. Kaoru. So with Kauru um, I remember too. Like, was she kind of like aggressive towards Kenshin at so first? yeah, Kauru
0: no? is like kind of a spitfire, right? Like she, I remember yeah. there's one scene where like she's she's in she's taking a bath, um, and of course like you know in Japan they have like those really deep, deep like barrels, like you can sit like sit in a barrel, right? It's not like a bathtub, it's like a barrel. And um, Kenshin, you know, he's like. He's a modest guy, right? He's very like soft spoken. And he thought like he thought like she was depressed or something like that. So he's like he barges in and it's like, No, don't end your life and she's like in the bathtub and she's mm-hmm. like, Get out and she's like smacks him <laughs> with something, you know, like, you know, throws a throws like a wooden plank at him or whatever. But yeah, she's her personality is kind of a spitfire. Honestly, a lot different than Tomo, you know, than what Kenshin is. And mm-hmm. I, I wonder if the 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 um the manga artist i wonder if he had that in mind if he was like you know hey tomo is very serious but like kauru is like almost the opposite of her she's like you mm-hmm. know how, like they say opposites attract i i feel yeah. like
1: maybe that's maybe that kind of was maybe put into play you i think wonder so? though well yeah cuz like i mean think about that so with um samurai x versus the and kenshin cuz the show was made first and then it was the movie right
0: I think so. Yeah, I think so.
1: So I mean, think about that. So now we have the now we. So if we were to actually watch it in chronological order, where we watch the movie and then the show, we have the understanding of like, oh hey, so Kenshin was a serious guy. He accomplished his goal. Now he's just aimlessly wandering around Japan, just again, just trying to make up for the sins he's committed, right?
0: Exactly, he's he's in a redemption stage, right? He's he's kind of he's he's on a road of repentance, I guess is how I would put it. And he's he's wandering, he's a Ronin, you know, and he's just looking for anything and everything. Um, and a lot of things about that I think is really a good aspect. I really enjoyed about Ronin Kenshin is the friends he made along the way, because Kenshin kind of has a personality. I feel it's almost like obviously okay. You know, like, if you ever, like, you know, played in the snow, right? You, you you pack a snowball and you just keep on rolling it to make a snowman, right? And each time that snowball, it gets bigger and bigger, right? And it just, it just, all the snow clings to it and it makes a giant snowball the base of a snowman, right? Kenshin is kind of like that. Everywhere he goes, because of his ethics, because of his, um, his personality, I feel like he just attracts, he, he has a lot of good good morals and I feel um, with that people are attracted to his personality that they like they see goodness in it and they want to be good so do you remember the character um, Sanosuke Sagara
1: is that the dude with the big sword
0: the dude with the big sword yeah he's like the, he also is kind of nicknamed like chicken head or something like that because he's got <laughs> like spiky hair or something yeah. uh, but um, w- I really liked one aspect with Kenshin because Kenshin kind of he kind of leads by his morals, right? And his good nature and his etiquette. And Sonosuke, well, he's a, you know, in, in the English dub, he's like, he always likes to call him like, I'm a fighter for hire. I think is the way he put it, right? And he's actually like, he's like Sonosuke Sagara. I forget what it is. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's Sonosuke. Is his act- okay, his name is Sonosuke, but he also has an underworld name, which is like, a, he's like a hitman, I guess, which is Sano. Or it might be the opposite, I'm not sure. But anyway, he is tasked with killing Kenshin, who is, everybody starts to learn that Kenshin was the manslayer, and so they want to kill Kenshin because, hey, if you defeat this manslayer, and you know the famous manslayer, you'll be well-known, right? So, just kind of fast-forwarding or whatever, he fights Kenshin. Kenshin, obviously, he's overpowered. He wins in that sense. But Sonosuke is supposed to, he gets kind of attracted to Kenshin's personality because he realizes that Kenshin's a good guy, right? And it's like, do you really want to harm a good guy? But I guess what I'm kind of going with this is that, you know, what you, a person can lead by example, by their etiquette and morality.
1: I oh, yeah, no, for sure, and especially too with Kenshin, because again, it kind of reminds me with, I don't know why, I'm just going to make a JoJo reference right now. So... There's a rule in JoJo where it talks about oh, stand users are strong to are attracted to each other, right? So again, like like-minded people tend to draw one another to uh, to each other. So it's like again for for Kenshin to find Karu, and uh, what was the other dude's name? Asunosuke. Asunosuke. So. With them, right? Because, again, like, I mean, yeah, like, you want to be good people at the end of the day. It's like, wow, like, this is actually someone I want to hang out with because they're also making me a better person, too. I and mean, there's nothing wrong with that.
0: No, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's, it's actually like, I mean, sometimes your friends can have, like, really good personalities or really good aspects of them that you just, you want to hang out with them. if you feel good to be in their presence. And I think that's what Kenshin's really, the really big thing about is he's, of course, the main character. But that was always a really nice aspect of him is that he's he's agreeable, right? He's amicable. He he gets along with everybody. And he also, I think the best part of, you know, in Roni Kenshin, Kenshin, he kind of teaches them in a certain way because Kenshin came from this, this violent, you know, past of like, you know, being a manslayer and uh all he knew was fighting and fighting and fighting obviously we've seen samurai x um you know like the show the, the 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 movie is like bloody and gritty that's what Kenshin, all Kenshin knew right and so like Kenshin's like i don't want that anymore and he, he hates to see people that are walking down that path right do you remember like uh there was another kid one character uh it was like a little small kid kinda hangs out in the dojo. His name yeah, is, yeah, hang out. I think his name is Yahiko. Yahiko. No, yeah, it was Yahiko. Yeah, yeah. Yahiko, right, yeah. Um that character, like, it's he's like he's just a boy, right? And it's like he's like, Oh yeah, I wanna learn the best swordsmanship, right? I mean, obviously it's like, you know, you, you practice martial arts, right? Did you ever have that kind of moment where you're like, Oh, like, I don't want to do judo. I don't wanna like maybe I need to learn the best, the strongest
1: martial arts, right? You might have thought that, right? See, I... just kind of fall into judo. I see, because, I mean, how it started off for me, I started off with Brazilian jiu-jitsu at first, but then one day, and I was, like, only maybe 17. Yeah, I was was barely 17 at the time. Then I realized, wait, why would I willingly go on to my back, or why would I willingly take the fight to the ground? And, because, again, like, if... Like, if it's a one-on-one fight, okay, I might have the advantage, but again, if there's if it's out out there on the streets, there could be some grass out there. I mean, not grass, <laughs> glass. There <laughs> could be glass out on the floor. I could get cut up. It could go into my knee, right? So why would I willingly fight to the ground? I don't want to do that. I want to negate everything. Right. So then I kind of went on that journey to eventually discovering Judo. And again, it's also this concept as well. It's there's, there's no such thing as the best martial art only good martial artists
0: right and I think that's what like Yahiko he's a kid he's, he doesn't know any better and he kind of learns that he's like hey Kenshin I see you you know you're really strong you defeat everybody um and you know you really you really know your, that's kind of skill that swordsmanship he's like teach me teach me and Kenshin's like I don't want to teach you this right go learn from Kaoru Kaoru's martial arts well not martial arts but her swordsmanship is just as good right now, any any Ronnie Kenshin fan would be like, nah, no, nah, that's, she, <laughs> you know, the, the Hiten Mitsurugi style, I mean, like, you know, Kenshin announces this, like, we know this is, like, OP, right? But, you know, just, just to kind of, well, you know, long story short kind of thing like that, Yahiko, he goes, he learns from Kaoru, and he practices that, because it's one thing to just have a teacher than to be taught in a dojo, right, and to learn kind of the way of life, Um with that swordsmanship right but yeah yahiko like he he his mother I think mother and father died he's an orphan I mean sad story he's I basically owned by gamblers and
1: yeah like wasn't he part of like a samurai class too yahiko? I, I
0: actually yeah I think he was yeah like he did have right so like in in that old style Jap- Japan like they had classes right? Like, you were born into, like, you were a farmer, like, a.k.a. peasant, you know, and then you were either samurai or you were royalty, right? I think that's kind of, and then maybe they had, like, tradesmen or something like that that were different artisans and whatever. But, yeah, I think he, I think you're right, yeah. He was, he did have a family that was more, more in the samurai class, which begs the questions, like, how did he get there? How did he get to his, how did he get to owned by gamblers? I don't know, maybe the manga explains that, but. Uh, yeah, he like, he, he you know, he's part of these, actually he's part of the Yakuza is what I think that was. The gamblers were the Yakuza at that time, right? And uh, Kenjin's like, yeah, you know, Benji, basically Kenjin helps him out and almost recruits Yahiko uh, in, in, in friendship. And Kenjin, you know, he obviously looks up to Kenjin like, this is a good person or whatever. And basically just from there on it goes. Uh, let me ask you this. Do you remember any kind of other uh, scenes from Ronnie Kenjin that, you know, you
1: particularly liked? See, I mean, again, one of my um uh, best fight, one like second best fight, I would say is uh, who's the one dude? He's kind of he looks like a girl, but like it's a boy. You know who I'm oh, talking about? Yeah, He's kind of yeah, quiet, yeah, yeah. but fights almost as like better than Kenshin. Yeah, for that Piro was uh, I think his name is Sojiro or Sojiro. Sojiro, right? So with Sojiro, it's uh, I, I think again, like looking at their character dynamics, because doesn't um Sojiro also admire kenshin is like whoa so you're the Batosa. side like you know i really like i really love your work of art like your art the way
0: you did he it. he does yeah like i know we we talked about this concept before like we always have to have an adversary like a formidable foe right and so like sojiro is like hey oh you know you're you're worthy of you're a worthy opponent
1: so again like exploring that interesting relationship with each other because i mean you're idolizing him for the wrong reasons aren't you yes
0: yeah yeah you can think of it that way right he's like you know instead of kenshin's personality he's like he's only looking at kenshin's skill you know and i'm glad you brought up sojiro because that character you know it just goes to show you like he spoiler alert you know he he's obviously defeated by kenshin but he's not defeated by Kenshin in pure skill alone in Kenshin's swordsmanship. Even though Kenshin, like, he learns the, you know, of, of the final Hiten Mitsurugi style. Sorisu su senator or something like that. I'm totally butchering that. Um, but he actually defeats Sojiro mentally, in a sense, because Sojiro comes from a background that's, oh my God, you know. I don't know if you recall, like, he was like a, he was like a whipping boy, pretty much, for oh my god that that scene just giving me kind of chills right now in a sense like he he was like a whipping boy and he he basically murders his entire foster family you know and then of course that the bandaged guy you know shishio lord shishio he takes him in because it's like this guy was like yeah so basically Sujiro is like mentally unstable and kenshin Kenshin has a very cool and calm and collected personality about him, right? That's another aspect I really like about Ron Kenshin. And Sojo is like I forget he's he's like why would you save somebody that's weaker? And I think the I think the quote he says is like if you're if you're strong you live, if you're weak you die, right? But yeah. The, Ooh. Yeah.
1: And the, no no this this kind of reminds me of um, so with Red Dead Redemption 2. So there's this um, so it's in the very beginning of the game basically you stumble upon this house and look it's been raided by you know like bandits and whatnot uh they kill the husband they rape the wife um and you kind of interact with her and you listen to the dialogue between her and the other characters and she says like i'm so weak because i'm still living and the character that's comforting her Is saying like no, you're not. You're actually very strong. It takes a lot of strength to still be living and to push forward through all of the stuff that, especially what you went through.
0: Sure, right, and that's that kind of channels Sojiro's, you know, entire personality is that he survived. Shishio saw that. Oh, this boy. I mean, he was like a boy when he murdered this entire foster family, right? Because I think he, it was he kind of went into like a rage because they he thought that he was going to be killed or something like that, and so. So Shishio was like, Oh, I saw you Um oh wait, no, I might be kind of thinking he either killed his entire foster family or oh yeah, okay. I think okay, so the whole shtick with like Soijiro is that he doesn't show emotions. I mean he's like the exact polar opposite of Kenshin. In fact, he was like Kenshin when Kenshin was like a boy and a manslayer, like right, he's like, you know, PTSD in the sense like that. You know, he's just a shell empty shell with like mm-hmm. a person's voice in it and you know face and so like shishio is like oh yeah this guy i really like him because he doesn't show emotion so he's a really he's able to really practice swordsmanship really good because he doesn't give any kind of like hints that he's gonna i don't know do a slash to the right or left or up or down or whatever but yeah yeah just saying like kenshin he defeats sojiro with words honestly because kenshin's like you know, I protect people that are weaker than me to give them a better life, right? Mm -hmm. And Sojiro's like, that doesn't make sense to me because, and I think they show like a picture of like, you know, butterfly or some like uh, rhinoceros beetle. And it's like insects, right? Every day is survival of the fittest, right? So he just knows that people, the weak die, the strong live. But Kenshin protects the weak, which they live, right? And he defeats the strong. So it's like it's kind of like you know, you know, it doesn't make it's kind of a paradox in the sense, right?
1: It is. No, it is. I mean, again, that kind that kind of goes like into um, with Hunter Hunter with, again with Meruem, and even two, Meruem almost convinces Netro just to completely stop the fight because even Netro admits is like, I better I gotta finish this fight as soon as possible, or else my heart will be swayed. I mean, that's kind of the. I mean that's your you're fighting against your emotions. And we all know how powerful emotions are. And emotions don't make you weak. They just tell you what's important. Sure, yeah. I mean it comes from the heart, right? For heart first, mind and or mind body maybe second.
0: I don't know. In that sense. If your willpower your willpower comes from you know, your desires, right? So and that's nice. So he defeats Sojiro and that's like the all time like Sojiro is like the the second manslayer you know in the sense like he's yeah. like he's like Kenshin's protege in the sense so that was a that was a formidable foe but um so protege in training cuz he never fully I
1: mean he was good but he wasn't as good as Kenshin No he right? wasn't
0: no. so yeah I mean like protege in the sense that obviously he he gets defeated but he's like he, he he's he's almost second to Kenshin because mm-hmm. Kenshin well Okay, so I don't want to rip on my boy Kenshin here, but, you know, (laughs) it's like, did Kenshin really defeat him with skill or with intellect,
1: you know? Maybe a bit of both, but... Maybe a bit of both. And even, too, I mean, they also kind of had the same upbringings in a sense, right? Because, again, like, he, like, Sajiro didn't express any emotion. And look at Kenshin. Again, he was a war orphan. and didn't express any emotion, and war was all that he knew. I mean, kind, like kind of parallel to each other in a sense oh yeah
0: absolutely that's that's i like how you said that they honestly came from very similar backgrounds like you said they were both kind of orphans uh they both uh witnessed very traumatic events i mean obviously like murdered dead people around them you know that shaped their life unfortunately for sojiro Mm -hmm. it shaped him for the
1: wrong way right or maybe he'd never move past it, right? Because I mean, I'm like with Kenshin, you know he, he moved past it. It doesn't mean that it doesn't affect him till this day, but he moved past it. and like he now he's he's able to express himself better. He moved past it, he learned from it. Sojiro this is the honestly this is like the
0: brilliant part of Ronnie Kenshin. Shishio basically cultivated Sojiro's bad habits, okay. You can say that Sojiro and Kenshin were both bad apples, right? But you know basically Kenshin's you know, as you put it earlier, he like he learned from it. He 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 was able to learn from it and get out of that thing. Well Sojiro, Shishio just let him rot. Basically. You know, he just allowed Sojiro to rot and become just messed up and messed up. You know, he was hitman for Shishio, just did all his bidding. He killed, uh, I think the guy's name is Sengoku or Senkaku, I'm not sure. Uh, That was a sad part like that. Basically, one of the uh, henchmen of Shishio, who was like a mass murderer, he eventually finds his way that basically he stops fighting Kenshin because Kenshin spared his life. And Sojiro, this basically adds up to like why Sojiro was confused at Kenshin because he let Senkaku, a mass murderer, live, you know? And, um, this is kind of a side note, but let me ask you this. Okay. So like, you know, with, it's a kind of a trope, right? Where a really like powerful character, like he doesn't kill anybody. Right. It's like Batman, right? Batman doesn't kill anybody. Right. Now, let me ask you this. Does that in the long run,
1: does that help people? Or do you think that, you know, that does it for worse? See, I mean, I guess it depends, right? Cause like, for example, the Joker, he's done atrocities, and it's like, yo, like, you know, it's funny film theory actually did a video on this uh, talking about like, oh, well, Joker's insane. So he could always so, so he's able to just always keep going back to Arkham Asylum and breaking out because we always try him as insane. But no, there's actually a, a clear criteria for insane. They sh- like, OK, if you plan your crimes out meticulously, then you're not insane. At all whatsoever. You're smart. You know what you're doing, and you know the consequences of your actions.
0: So you're kind of saying that, okay. So there, there's a criteria. You're kind of saying that, like, oh, okay. So if if they meet a certain criteria, then maybe they're allowed. Like we are allowed to exercise kind of like maybe you know death or something like that or capital punishment.
1: Uh, see, I mean that's kind of hard too because again, ultimately, what capital punishment is too is a reflection of we're gods, right? We dictate your life too, and is that right? So it's like, and don't get me wrong. I mean, there are some criminals out there that should not should that should not be roaming out in society. They're just too dangerous to be left out there.
0: Let, let me tell you this: the real criminals are the ones that don't watch Rony Kenshin. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so, you hear so, that, you know, y'all? Yeah, this is this is a you know one on one. You got to go watch it. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I digress. It's all good. It's all good topics in that sense. And Veroni Kenshin as a series really touch upon a really some really good themes. Character development, friendship, uh, the relationships between, you know, characters that are struggling. And, you know, mental uh, mental illness from, like, what we're talking about, Sojiro.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I mean, again, like, it, it's a fantastic anime. Be sure to watch it, guys.
0: Okay, guys. Well, that's really all the time we have for today. We appreciate you guys tuning in supporting us in that manner and uh, we hope to see you next time
1: thank you for tuning in guys and remember keep those mugs warm for next time till Til the, the next, next brew, brew.